Pegasus Podcast, presented by Night Sports Now. UCF news, views, and a few hot takes. Now, here are your hosts, Bailey Go Knights Adams and Christian Charge On Simmons. Welcome into episode 189. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at BaileyJAdams22, at ByCA Simmons, at Night Sports Now, and at Pegasus Podcast. It is the Pegasus Podcast's third birthday. And yeah, I have is. to give a I have to give a peek behind the curtain here. We did this intro already, but Christian made me stop it because he not only did he not have his microphone plugged in, he did not have his microphone on his desk. So we're three years in and things like that. I feel like happen regularly. Like one of us does something dumb every once in a while. And it's just like, how do we why do people listen to this? Let's let's go through what's happened for the third and this is a podcast that has been running and having success for three years now. We <laughs> got several minutes into it before I realized that not only had I not plugged in my microphone, it was not even on the table. The microphone was not here. Um, and as I, you put it, something's di- something's different. Something's, something's different because I looked where my mic usually goes and it wasn't there. Um, I realized I'm wearing the same shirt I wore for last week's episode, which I try to avoid since we have a video podcast. And we had a debate with you about whether you should take off your raise hat or not because you said you weren't sure if you liked how it made your head look. So that's where we're at <laughs> three years in. I never like podcast. how my head looks. So I'm glad we do a video podcast. Oh, you've got a great you, head. You, 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 all right. You brought me, uh, <laughs> to, you brought it to my attention that we've been doing the video podcast for six months now, which yeah. that seemed like it flew. I didn't think that would have been, would have been the case, but we've sort of been doing it for six months. We took a three week break during the season when my laptop broke, but other than that, we have been doing right. it for six months. So um, to our YouTube audience, for those of you, it's grown more recently in the last couple months, but, but thank you for being part of our uh, podcast audience. We do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, except for the guy like, who keeps telling me to stop saying like, there's someone who replies. To I don't know if it, YouTube... I don't think it's just you. Is it? It's not it, just you. I think is it's it both me of too. us. I feel like I it's just so. me. I, you know, that that's just how narcissistic I am. As I read the comment that didn't address a name and just assumed it was directed at me. But there's a guy who, even if it was negative, <laughs> multiple podcasts replies on YouTube and says, "Stop saying like so much, or it's immature and whatever." It's not a immature, lazy English. This isn't radio. We're not reading a script. We're talking. I'm sorry, but but then yeah. but thank you for listening though. We appreciate it. Um. Yeah, and we we've been doing this for three years and. Yep. Every time we get to like a big milestone episode, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we're still doing this. And I don't know why I think that. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't start the podcast and think, yeah, we'll probably do this for a few weeks and that'll be it. But I guess it's just more so like people listen to this, which is nice. And we appreciate that. And sometimes I take a step back and I'm like, why do people care what you and I have to say about UCF football and UCF athletics? And it's great. So thanks for listening. I did put out um, the Pegasus podcast Twitter. I did put out... um, asking for favorite put a question asking for favorite moments from the pegasus podcast and we only got like four replies so i guess maybe you guys actually don't like us and we'll just go away forever but um we appreciate the replies bailey was mad anything... because he said that if i posted the tweet from the account which no one can tell who's posting that it would have gotten more replies so do well because whenever you whenever you've asked for questions for mailbags or not even for mailbags just ask for one singular question you get like 28 replies and then we got four replies, but we do appreciate the replies. We appreciate everybody uh, listening for this long. We got replies about gold uniforms. I wonder who that came from. Um, somebody shouted out our post-game Baylor podcast, which I did not have the stomach to go back and listen to. Um, and someone liked the uniform talk, which there will be more of, and more. it won't stop. So It's never yeah, stopping. That'll be good. Um, but yeah, we appreciate everyone listening. Today we'll talk about, um, it's kind of funny, we're doing something that I don't know if the podcast got a, a ton of attention from it last year, but the Night Sports now got a lot of clicks from it. Uh, Christian last year ranked the travel destinations in the Big 12. Um, we're doing something, and that was very well received by a lot yes. of people. Um, so we'll be talking a, a lot about zoos and airports here. No, we'll, uh, we're doing the travel destinations for... <laughs> give me a look. Okay, so I guess we got zoos coming up here. Um, we're ranking UCS travel destinations for this season. They've got five road games um and the schedule comes out it, is it official that it's next week yes well it's not okay. official but the athletic has reported that the big 12 schedule is going to release on january 30th so why not help you guys figure out where you're going to take your road trip by ranking these destinations for you yeah we're just um, helpful like that we're such we're such good hosts we're, we're helping the listeners rank rank the travel destinations and then after that we'll take this ucf stadium survey and help out ucf we're just we're in a helping mood Yep, this we are. Our this is going to be a very third, helpful podcast. Podcast's third birthday. I think it's great. Um, so if you didn't say that's the second part of the podcast is UCF sent out a survey, which has some interesting information within it about what UCF is planning for their new Roth tower, the new tower they're going to build at the stadium. And we thought we'd take it and offer Terry Mahadra and the rest of UCF athletics our advice. 
on this tower. Yeah, sure. Great. Um, so let's start with the road destinations. We're going to do this in alphabetical order and try to keep this a little more organized than we normally do. Um, so we'll start with Arizona State. Where do you have them in one went ranked one to five? Can I preface all of this with something? You yeah, told me that it should. took you no effort at all to come up with this list and you felt right about it, about what the best road trip to take and what the worst would be. I agonized over this and switched it like nine times. So really, I'm, I'm I concerned. So I came up with my, my ranking without doing any research. And then when I did some research, I flipped one. I made one change. So. Okay. But um, I feel like the bottom of this list is, I, I thought it was very obvious, but where tell. do you have Arizona State? I have Arizona State fourth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have them first. What? Yeah. Based on what? Okay, well, take the floor. Explain to me why so here's Arizona the thing. State is the best road trip possible for UCF fans this year. It depends on what you're looking for. I had them second originally, and it was because, like, I think from what I've researched and what I've what I've seen, people say Tempe is a great place to live, great place to visit. There's a lot, you know, a lot of fun. Um, I almost put it to number two, not number one, because it is a long trip and it's going to be time consuming. So it's like, I, I'm not taking this trip because I don't have the time to dedicate. If you're going to go that far out west, you need a good amount of time to be out there. And so that's why, like, it depends on who's doing this ranking. And I did almost put it lower because, like, I can't take this trip because I only have a few days to do the the weekend road trip for for some of these UCF games. But I don't know. It just I looked at it, I looked at the stadium. I looked at the atmosphere, which is surprisingly. I don't know if the atmosphere is good, but the attendance is surprisingly good. They say like, they're it's not. Good. Yeah, they're not very good. They haven't been very good for a while. But I mean, the stadium still rounds. They were averaged forty three thousand in twenty twenty two. They averaged forty nine thousand uh, last year. And yeah, I don't know. I've just heard good things about Tempe, and I thought you know it's a unique destination, and you get some of you get a completely different I don't know side of the country out of it. Um, and yeah, I I just read good things about Tempe, so I was like, all right, let's go with number one. Yeah. Okay. Why do you have it fourth? Is it because it's far away? Yeah. Uh, it's a five-hour flight, and I don't want to do that. Um, also, it's a couple other. I swear, it's not that simple. It's a couple other things. One, I and this is just uh, this is me generalizing an entire state, but I've been out to Arizona multiple times in my life. But as far as when I was in cities and whatnot for uh the Fiesta Bowl, and there is nothing like it's just desolate. And I know that the Fiesta Bowl is not in Tempe, so that I'm just generalizing a whole state, but it's just not a region of the country I connect with. It's very dry and very hot. I'm not about it. It's also far away. I'm going to also push back on Arizona State having a good stadium. Their stadium atmosphere sucks from what I can tell. I also am going to push back on their attendance. I've wa I watched a couple Arizona State games this year, and that stadium was not full. So I feel like they're just flat lying. And the one regret I have, the one regret I have from our road trip this year when we went to Cincinnati was that Nippert kind of sucked. I didn't think the atmosphere was good. And and I know that that sounds like, since I always like mess with Cincinnati fans, that sounds like, hey, I genuinely was like, oh, I was expecting way better. And I was kind of bummed about that. So I feel like I'm now prioritizing this year in this list a little more about like, I want to see a very good college football atmosphere. And I don't believe Arizona State is going to provide that. And it's far away. So That's interesting. So, well, for one, I wasn't really expecting a great atmosphere in Cincy, I don't think, just because they were not good. So well, like, their fans talk so much like our state, yeah. like like on lists, it's always like, oh, bounce house or nipper. So like I was expecting an atmosphere similar to UCF's. Well, Christian, the game wasn't at night, so... That's right. That different. was the Cincinnati fans' defense. If the game had been at night, it would have been crazy. They invented nighttime. They invented um, nighttime. Or something. But, no, it's interesting that you went this route because last year with that list that you made, it was a lot less, less about the atmosphere and the stadium itself and, you know, more about the city. And that's kind of like... I, I took know. that approach kind of with this because it's like, yeah, I don't think Arizona State has, like, an elite an elite atmosphere or anything like that. But I was like, I have a decent enough atmosphere, a good place to visit out in Tempe. It's like a unique trip to make. And, and so, yeah, I did side, go a little bit more of the the route that you did last year, actually, where I was like the city and taking the city into account as a whole, because some of these that I have lowered on the list are better atmospheres. And if, if it's, if you're just talking game day atmosphere and stadium, then they would be higher. But as right. far as making it a trip out of it, I'm like, I don't necessarily want to go there. And on the so. flip side, we love Cincinnati, the city. It was very fun. It was yeah. a lovely trip. Not as good as um, Memphis. You can't beat Memphis. Memphis is like one of my favorite cities in America now from that trip. But I don't know. I'm trying to balance it a little bit more because. Okay. And it's, and that's part of it too, for me is like I said, it's not just that, oh, because their home atmosphere is bad. I also, Tempe is just not a place that I'm very interested in visiting. It's not, yeah. it's not I mean, a place to be, and that, you know. To be clear, I've never been to Arizona. So I've never been further West than Texas. So. Really? Wow. Yeah. I've been all over the West Coast, man. Colorado, I say, I don't travel Arizona, a lot. I just, New Mexico, Washington, Alaska. Sorry, now I'm just bragging about all the places. I've yeah, been. 
Yeah, I do that Ireland. sometimes. Ireland. Um, <laughs> we talked about that joke on the podcast. I hope. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty Ireland sure we have it. at some point. I went to Ireland for a UCF um, game. That was the first time I've ever been to Ireland. We, t- we talked about that, too, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why it came up somehow. Um, and I said, wait, you've been to Ireland? And we talked about the whole thing. But, um, yeah, do we want to just move on, I guess, past Arizona? Um. Yes. Anything else to say? Okay. Um, I look at the schedule on my wall to see what's next alphabetically. Um, it is Florida. Florida. Florida Gators. Yeah. Where do you have it? Third. I also have a third. This is a tough one because it's obviously the most important game of the season, yeah. probably, but also that's not a trip, you know? Like, <laughs> like going to Gainesville is not interesting. It's a small little bad town that no one enjoys, and I... I <laughs> The most I will be doing if I do go to that game, which I'm probably planning to, is I will be driving in and watching it and driving out. It's not, so I, I put it in the middle because best possible game, and that counts for a lot, but also this is not a trip. I'm not taking PT over this. This, this is just not, it's not. I can just almost, yeah, same. I, I'll read you my, my notes on this. Put atmosphere A+, plus, easy trip, big time game, rarely a chance to do this because UCF doesn't play in the swamp a lot. And I said, but it's also Gainesville. And I did, I had that thought where it's like, Say it's a Saturday night game. If it's a Saturday night game. I'm driving up there Saturday afternoon. I'm going to the game. I guess I'll have to get a hotel because I'm not going to make that drive back at night because I don't want to do that. And I'll leave like first thing Sunday morning. I'll get breakfast somewhere and then leave. It's not a trip that I really want to make. And I've, I'm not even sure I'm going because I don't know if I can handle the toxic atmosphere, just me as a person, which might surprise people that like I, I'm afraid to go to that game because I just don't want to get I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna be on edge that game. And I mean, I don't you're not a confrontational to... person, so it doesn't surprise I'm me. Not. I don't want to be around confrontational fans. Oh no, that's the thing. It's like I'm no. I'm saying I don't want to go because I'm afraid I'm going to get into a confrontation. Oh, I'm not a confrontational person typically. Here's but a in an atmosphere question. like that, it's going to be heightened enough where I'm going to be like, oh, I don't don't mess with me. Ugh. What was that? I don't. Oh, I don't, don't, don't want to. I don't want to deal with these people. I have known you for what eight years, six, seven years. Whoa, how long have I known you? We met in seven years. Fall of sixteen. Yeah, essentially, but we became friends in spring of seventeen. Okay, so we've known each other like seven or eight years. Seven years, we'll say. I I'm trying to think of a time I've seen you legitimately angry, and I'm having a hard time. I can't think Um, of a time. I don't know. I don't know if there's been a time when you would have seen me angry. I feel like there's times you've made me angry. Actually, I know, but you but you've been the (laughs) the source of my anger. But but usually when I I make you angry, you just get kind of pouty. Like you're not like I'm I'm openly really angry about this. I actually think off the top of my head, the angriest I've ever seen you is in 2017 when Memphis scored at the end of the game and you had to change (laughs) the score in a few different places in a KSN article. But so I'm trying to square that with. I just can't imagine you going to a Florida game and being like, I'm ready to like start some confrontations. I'm not going to start anything, but I'm afraid of that you'll finish trouble. I could get into and yeah, I'll finish it if I have to. Um, <laughs> now I really want I you to go to the Florida game. I want, I want the pod to have a good story about Bailey getting in a fight in the Which, stands. You know what's funny? And I think maybe it's just a, a sense of like, this has become such a thing between like UCF and Florida fans. But it's like, I've been to that stadium for LSU Florida games and like, it's been fine. Like, right, I, Think about what we just said that we just said that Florida UCF is a more vicious confrontation than Florida no, it's <laughs> It's not, but it has become it has become such a thing. And UCF, I don't know. I just don't like the way they look down on. There's like I don't know. If there's agree. kind of a I mutual agree. respect between S two FC programs. Like they just look down on UCF as a program, and I don't want to. I don't want that attitude. I think that me. it's fair to say that UCF fans who attend that game, if they're not traveling in packs, will likely be treated very badly by the Florida. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be um, one of those things where we come on social media and we say, oh, wow, you just never know. Like people are so kind in real life. I don't think they're going to get that kind of reception. Can I mm, try to decide if I can tell this story in the podcast? I won't tell the full story. We'll cut it if you can. When I was, what was I, seven or eight, maybe I went to my first LSU game. It was LSU at Florida. And my uncle who's an LSU fan. The reason I became an LSU fan as a kid I, he took me, uh, my aunt was there too. I can't remember if my little cousin was there, but I know it was at least the three of us. My uncle, um, my uncle just dressed in LSU gear was called a slur. Oh, and, and not. Yeah, it was, it was bizarre because my uncle, I don't know. It was just bizarre. Like he was minding his own business and my uncle was fairly a confrontational person, but out of just out of nowhere he was called a slur and yeah so i i honestly as a kid don't remember it but my uncle brought it up recently i was like oh yeah i was there i was he was like yeah you were there for that i just didn't remember it happening but 
So yeah, not so, to generalize a fan base like I generalized the state of Arizona, but Florida fans do have that rep of just not being friendly when you meet them in real life, especially in their town and at their stadium. So yeah, yeah, that that tracks. I, I so yeah, I, and that's why if I go, I'm gonna probably try to cover it and just avoid all of that and wear yeah. a polo shirt with no markings and just <laughs> slip in and out. <laughs> I can't decide. I can't decide yet. I when the time comes, we'll see. We'll see what I want to do. If you but... do go, you need to wear. Like, you can't just have a UCF shirt. It's got to be obnoxious. Like, jersey, hat, shoes, everything. It's got to be... I guess I do have, like, white and gold shoes. I was like, shoes, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Those ones you and um, Wild Bill are always talking about. The Maybe I should wear yeah. my national champion shirt. Yes. <laughs> I, no, okay. I don't even own one. I will go buy, if I go as a fan, a 2021 Gasparilla Bowl t-shirt and wear that to the stadium. I think that's the best possible. I have. I actually do have one. It's a long sleeve shirt, though, so I don't know if it would be appropriate for october 5th in florida it's not looking likely yeah no not looking likely that being all that being said yeah it's third on my list because it's a same it's a big game and it's going to be it's going to be a massive i don't know just a massive thing it's the biggest game of the season my notes were not really a road trip gainesville sucks it's true i've I've been there far too many times to to me more than i cared cared to been there but you know, can I tell a I can I tell a Gainesville story before we sure. before we let's just turn the whole podcast into this? I um so I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I I grew up in a sort of Florida household. My dad went to UCF and my mom went to Florida. And my mom does care about Florida and Florida football and all that. So I, I kind of grew up on both. There's embarrassing photos of me as like a six year old in a Florida t shirt just because that's what happens. Me when too. You apparently went there, but for you it's USF, so it's worse. But so no, I, I, I have pictures of me in Florida gear too. When I was oh right, kid. I have one on my phone. Have you like eight I was years very, old in like a Florida? Yeah, shirt? I was. I was not eight. I was in kindergarten, but I was very impressionable okay. as a kid. A lot of my friends like Florida, so I was like, yeah, yeah, go Gators. Yeah, because you sent that a group chat once, and I was just like, I'm saving. I wish I had whenever it's necessary. Yeah, you have a lot of pictures of me. I don't like it. Just for blackmail purposes, you know, yeah, for my podcast co-host. <laughs> I'm aware. No, I'm aware. But um, anyway, this is all to say that I don't, I've probably told this story in the podcast at some point, but it was probably a long time ago. So my mom really wanted me to go to Florida, hopefully. And I was really against it just because I didn't like the vibe of Florida alumni. But we went on a tour. And it also like for the for the for the record, like for the background, Florida has one of the best journalism programs in the country. So it really did not make sense for me to not go there since I wanted to do journalism. And but choices are choices. So we went to UF for the tour because my mom was hoping that maybe if we got on campus, I'd really like it. And we're doing the tour. The the woman is telling us about whatever. First off, my one of my favorite moments of the tour was they take us to the Florida football stadium and they treat it like it's a palace. And then she turns around like with the face of someone like handing out candy and is like, and if you are a student here, we guarantee that you will get to go to at least one game during your time at the University of Florida. <laughs> like it was the biggest treat in the world that I'll get to go to one game. But anyway, that wasn't the best part. The best part was we're walking to one of our next stops on their very stupid campus. And there's this couple talking to the tour guide. And she's like, yeah, we're also looking at UCF. And the tour guide goes, oh, you don't want to look at UCF. They're just, they're not really like a real school. They don't have any school spirit. It's its just kind of like a community college. You don't want to look at UCF. I, I, we left the tour. I, I was like, I, I can't like, I, I was like, I can't deal with this. We ended up finishing the tour after I calmed down, but I, I was, and that was when I realized I had to go to UCF because I was that angry about it. But I, I toured a few colleges in Florida. I feel like if you've listened to this, you probably toured a college at some point. Pretty rare to just down talk another school that aggressively on a tour. So just yeah. another example of Florida not being um, the best and why I hope that they lose in a football this year. It's funny you bring up the journalism thing. It's like how, oh, it would have made sense. To go. Like, I knew they had a really good journalism program. I wanted to do journalism. I didn't even consider it. Wasn't even on my <laughs> list. Like I was like, I, I can't do that. I had become to the point where I was like, I've been a hater of this school for too long now. I can't turn around and then go there. So yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I have so I actually have more Gainesville stories, which is hilarious. But we don't have to get into it any further. We could do a whole podcast. Just this is great. We'll we'll bring out some more of these during a one during of, that week. One more real quick. One of my birthday trips was based around Gainesville. Worst idea I've ever had. Why? For what? Because they had two. They had LSU was playing them in baseball, and I was like, mm. oh, I want to go to LSU baseball games. Went to two games. LSU lost both of them. Worst birthday trip ever. I mean, I enjoyed the company. My family was there. It was nice, but it was bad. Bad idea. Yikes. Um, all right, so who's next? It is Iowa State. Fifth. I had him at fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Ames, Iowa, guys. I'm sorry. And I don't think you should either. <laughs> I, I said just where we're at. I, my list is that just no interest in going is what I said. Like, 
the, the one thing is like their atmosphere is actually good. Like might be one seen. of the best in the Big Twelve, if not the best. It's a huge it's sixty-two thousand yeah. seat stadium. They pack it for every game, good or bad. Like I think it would be an atmosphere worth seeing, and for that it would be worth it. But I'm not going to Ames, Iowa. It's very difficult to get there. It's the whole connecting flights yeah. and then rent a car. It's seriously a town that it's one of those small towns that basically just is just propped up around the campus. There's nothing to really do there. We also don't know when this game is yet. If it's in November, there's no damn way. Like it, the only way you could ever convince me is if it was very, very early in the season. And even then I just don't, I just don't have interest in that. Yeah. That's what I just, I even looked when I was looking this up, it was like the atmosphere is good. And I was like, even as good as the atmosphere is, it's not enough to draw me there because one yeah. of the selling points of, of Ames was like, Oh, it's close enough. Like it's close enough to Iowa city. You could knock out two college football games in a day depending on kickoff times i'm like i'm not gonna no i'm not gonna do that I'm i mean this in the most but... respectful way possible but of the 134 college football programs next year at the fbs level there are quite a few i would put ahead of iowa as a team that i would have that i'm willing to drive for to watch a game I, i'm not yeah uh, no absolutely not yeah and again like if it's if it's late in the season <laughs> i've never seen snow i guess so maybe i should go you've but never seen snow I, no i never have you should I've seen go. snow flurries i don't know if it really counts i don't i don't count that I saw, I think I saw it would snow be really flurries cool. for the first time on the way into the Peach Bowl in 2017. Or oh, it was flurry January. before that game, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I think it would be really time. cool if the first time you ever saw real snow was as you were sitting in the Iowa airport unable to come home because of it. I think that would be a really fun way to start that. Bad. I don't we talked so long about Gainesville, Florida, but like eh, Ames, Iowa. It's like that's it. It's the worst one on the list. And I, I don't know what else to say about it. I think everyone agrees. I, I I mean, looking at this list right now, as far as which home game or which road games are UCF fans actually going to attend in force, obviously Florida. As far as the plane trip ones, no one's going to Iowa State. No one's going to that one. I just don't no. buy it. So we have your three, four, and five, which is we very do. interesting because we have my one, three, and five. Mm. Um, next is TCU. TCU, I have at number one. It's the only I real had, city on this list. I had them at number one and swapped them to number two. Really? For Tempe. Yeah. Okay. But, I, I I think da- I know Dallas isn't some insane, like as far as cities in America, it's not one of the most culturally beloved cities, but it is a big city. There's tons of stuff to do there. Barbecue and the food is supposedly great. If you're into JFK, they got all that stuff. So have fun with the museums and all that. I I And also I think TCU is one of those teams that, that would be an interesting stadium and an interesting atmosphere. They've historically really been really good, very old, and supposedly a really cool stadium. It's all made, yeah, it looks like it. You know, very cool looking stadium. So I think that would be as just far as am I actually gonna have a fun trip and come back from that with wow, that was a really nice three or four days. I think it would be TCU. I'm trying to remember why I flipped one and two. I think because I saw it and I was like, oh, I was like, I feel like it'd be unfair for me to put for me to put Arizona State like lower because I don't have the time to go out there. And I think I, because I, TCU's atmosphere, that's, that was maybe part of it. Where it's like, I don't feel like TCU's atmosphere is going to be that great, depending on yeah. whatever. How they're like, doing. Their stadium looks pretty cool. And then otherwise, it was like, yeah, because it's in Fort Worth, right? And so it's yes. like the Dallas Fort Worth area. I think Dallas, like 45 ish minutes away. Yeah, but um, I feel like you can stay wherever you want and then just go over. Yeah, there, no, right? you can. And that's why I have it high on the list, too, because it's like, there's plenty to do in Dallas. I'm sure there's, there's good things to do in Fort Worth. And it's like, as someone who went and I went to um, what is it called AT and T Stadium in Dallas? Oh, actually, that's in Arlington, technically. I think it's all the same. I don't know how far it is, but yeah, it's all the same area. I went there last year, two years ago now, and that's a stadium worth seeing. So it's like if you can swing, if this works out to where UCF plays at TCU on Saturday, and there's a Cowboys game on Sunday, that's a that's a nice little football trip. To that make, was a reason for me too. Also, you may be able to catch, depending on how the times work out, some ACC football while you're in Dallas as well a weird thing to say and completely true but weird so yeah well the acc was acc friday schedule came out and like just to see some of the matchups was there's a november game that's what cal at wake forest and yeah. a friday night november <laughs> cal is gonna play at wake forest i love that more than i can even yeah. put into words and though no, i did i had tcu up higher and, and again i'm looking back on this and i do this every time we do a list i'm like I, I make a change and i'm like i think i just changed that just to change it and here's the way i look at it if you TCU were going is so to one of these games we'd go to tcu yeah we would, you know, yeah. That's, but that's why I try not to make it. I try to make it all about me. But it is, I guess. I mean, that's this is actually <laughs> very on. This is very on par for this podcast. I was trying to think of like people would people would be like, oh no, I want to go like out to Arizona. I'm like, I just don't have the time, nor do but, I want to fly that far. But this is my thing because even if you don't care about plane flights, is Tempe, Arizona, or Arizona State Stadium are either of those things like notably more interesting than Dallas or TCU Stadium? Um, 
I don't know. I've been to Dallas before, so that's why. Like, that's part of it. Is like I've been. You can't there. pull that you're not doing it for yourself, and then say, "Well, I I knocked Dallas because I've already <laughs> been there." You can't pull those comments back to back. No, but that's that's why I ended up. I don't know. It was a weird thing. That's. I feel like that's the clear. Well, that's weird because you put it. You put Arizona State at four. To me, yeah. that was the clear top two. So you have West Virginia at two. I had West Virginia. Number I have two. West Virginia at four, which really? is ironic. Yeah, okay. ironic. Because my, for a long time now, I've had like a bucket list of college football stadiums and West Virginia's has long been on there, but little by little lately, I've had less and less interest. I, I just, I just don't know if I really care about going there. And it's one of those things where it's like, to me, it was like Ames where it's like the only thing that I can imagine that I would enjoy there is the atmosphere of the stadium. And that's, you know, if they're good, I guess, like, I, I don't know. I think like Iowa state's atmosphere is more regularly good regardless of how they are on, on the field than West Virginia's. I think West Virginia's is a little more, and I could be speaking out of turn. I don't know that for sure. But other than like, I just, there's not a lot that would draw me to Morgantown, West Virginia. And yeah. I didn't enjoy being around their fans when they were in the bounce house. And I don't, I don't think they've been very pleasant people to interact with online. Um, I don't know. I've just started to grow like less and less fond of West Virginia now the longer the UCF's been in the Big 12. And the other thing is like it's been on my list for the longest time because of the country roads tradition of like actually being there like singing that song. I'm starting to like hate that song, I think. That's all they it's like all oh, that's all they have. That's all they do. And I think part of it is because the Bucks play it at like the stupidest times at Bucks home games. They just start playing that song when they're down like 14 points in the third quarter. It's like this is not the time for this. And also it's just like I every time West Virginia wins a game on social media, it's like their only thing is like, oh, take country roads, take us home, or something like that. And I'm like, is that they really all you have? It up a little bit. It's the only thing they have when they win a game. Yeah, I do love this little conversation you've had here, though, because you started it with, yeah, I put West Virginia here, and by the end of it, we we had covered you saying their fans suck, their stadium atmosphere sucks, their town sucks, and their song sucks. Like just across the board, not not a fan of West Virginia, huh? No, I mean the stadium atmosphere, I think actually like, is is good. I yeah. think. It's just, right? I don't know if it's I mean, just, it's still from in my head when we were younger and they were really good, but I just always have associated West Virginia Stadium with a, just a really cool college football atmosphere. Yeah, no, and I, I think it, it is. And that's why it's it has been on my list. It's just more and more lately. I'm just like, eh. Right. I don't know. If I if that's, if like, if I was to pick one on my list to eliminate or just like, oh, I'm never going there, it would probably be that one. So full so disclosure, when I made much. my rankings a year ago of the different travel destinations in the Big 12 and how I ranked them, I believe I had West Virginia and Morgantown last on the list. But I've been enlightened since then. I've learned okay. that you can just stay in Pittsburgh and just drive yeah. an hour and a half for the game. And Pittsburgh is an awesome city. Who Everyone who's yeah. been to Pittsburgh loves it. So I'm just looking at this as a Pittsburgh trip where I also go to a football game that I drive a little bit for. So I'm all in. You know what's dumb? That's why I had it ahead of Iowa State. Like it was <laughs> like I had it at four and I was like, you know, you, Pittsburgh's not that far away. And you can yep. go to Pittsburgh for just do a Pittsburgh trip. another sports weekend kind of Catch thing. a Steelers game cool. or a Penguins yeah. game. Pirates is that, is that what they are? Penguins? Pittsburgh? Yeah, Penguins, Penguins? for hockey, okay. Pirates yep. for baseball. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. That's it. So do you want to go through? <laughs> I don't know. That was a really great way. That was a, that was way a really just like... All right. Oh, well, we no, I'm just... I don't know. I think this list is a whole... Like, I don't feel like that these are that good. They're not... Like, UCF doesn't have very good road, road trips this, this year is what I figured out doing this list. The absolute worst part of being in the Big 12. There, It's really nothing but benefits, but the one downside is the road trips just suck. There just aren't a lot of good road trips. And it is the same thing. It's just, we're looking at this list and it's like none of these, I mean, Florida, obviously, but that's out of conference. I mean, big 12 itself, there's just, it's, this is going to kind of be the problem year in and year out. I mean, we can look ahead. We can go look at their future schedules and you'll see the better really ones, better. like the better ones in the big 12, like they're not going to, I guess TCU is one, but like of the ones in the big 12, they're not going to any of the good ones this year, other than maybe TCU, I guess Arizona state, if you're looking at my list that I regret. Even jump ahead um, to 2025, it's at Baylor, at BYU, at Kansas State, at Texas Tech, at Cincinnati. It's like Cincinnati is really the only viable, I guess BYU maybe, but that's a, a lot of stuff. So like, that's the thing is it's just it really, and this is why it's so subjective is it just depends on what you want. Because like yeah. Kansas State and I, my boss goes to can went to Kansas State. So it was like from the to hear him tell it, it's like you got to go there. It's a great college town. The atmosphere does there like seem really good. And so it's I'm like, not I do want to make that wrong, trip. but has anyone ever when talking about their own college said, yeah, the town sucks. Probably. I think I've heard people that went to UF say like, yeah, there's nothing to do in Gainesville. There really isn't. 
but so, yeah i don't know i and so like, that, and like you like, said some people we also do trips differently like for us when we do a trip for a game we go for like three or four nights we turn into a whole vacation we do all this stuff in the yeah. city some people for the ucf games this year it's like fly on friday night watch the game go home and and if that's what you're doing then it really doesn't matter the destination you're just going to a game you want to go to so it just depends yeah because I can't say like I have the funds to just do as many vacations as I want to. And it's yep. just like, do I, can I sell myself on a vacation to, I don't know, like Morgantown, West Virginia. Can I like, can I, I'll just take another shot at West Virginia. Like I, I'm not going to look at that and be like, yeah, that's where I want to go on vacation. Yeah. I have like maybe one or two of these this fall. Let's go to Morgantown. So yeah. No, no. And I think you look at like the future, like Boulder, I think it was Colorado's in Boulder. Right. And that's yep. one that like, I really would, I would like love to make to go someday. To Boulder. It's just so far. Um, but yeah and then even waco like i don't really it's again depends on what you're looking for because i don't know if i could say like yeah i really want i really really want to go to waco but like their stadium looks really cool like they're yeah. like their stadium setting and like the atmosphere itself and i know they're not a very good team right now so that's also kind of a harder sell too but maybe you go and you say hey you want to see ucf beat a team well i didn't beat them this year so it didn't matter but I don't know, but you want to do our, our let's run through our list just to just okay. to give everybody a, a nice, clean, concise finish to this. Let's hear yours first. So I had Iowa State at fifth, Arizona State at fourth, Florida at third, West Virginia at second, and TCU at first. So for five, number five, I had Iowa State. Number four, I had West Virginia. Number three, I had Florida. Number two, I had TCU. Number one, I had Arizona State, although I'd probably flip my top two and just do the original. I just, just what you they say, when you take a test, listen to your first instinct. Don't second guess yourself. Shouldn't have done that this time. Should have just stuck with my first stick with your initial head. instead of done, stuck with my initial list where I did no research and said, yeah, that list feels right. So should have done that. But you know what? What can you do? All right. Let's fill out this UCF stadium survey, which to be fair, you have looked at this already. I have not. I very briefly skimmed through it. And right. uh, so, so to, to provide the background, UCF has sent the survey out to, I believe, season ticket holders. Um, yes. We won't say how I got Thanks. it since I'm not a season ticket holder. And uh, it's about, we know that Roth Tower is being demolished. Did your dad get it? Yeah, my dad my dad emailed it to me. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't know. That, that seemed more <laughs> sketchy than it needed. I just wanted to make it sound super sketchy. Like, who knows? How I wasn't I sure this. why you did that. I'm sorry my for My father forwarded me an email. And anyway, <laughs> so we know that, like I said, Roth Tower is being demolished, which was a really overdramatic way to phrase it. They're going to eventually take down the current Roth Tower and build a new one that's going to be, we've seen some of the renderings, but those aren't even architectural renderings. They're, they're, they're figuring out what this thing's going to be. And the survey yeah. is to solicit fan opinion on what it should be, which means that it's probably going to, and since I've looked ahead, I know it does a little bit, include some information on what this new tower might look like. So we figured, being good podcast hosts that we are, we're going to help UCF out and answer these questions for them and help them build the new Roth Tower. So I don't have the survey you do. because We're like, like 30 said, minutes into the podcast and people are probably like, good podcast hosts. I'm not so sure about this. <laughs> not so sure about that one. You're like, these idiots, just, these idiots just said Gainesville wasn't the best wasn't the best road trip for UCF. It's your morons. Ugh. Those people right. vlogged out though. But anyway. Yeah. So you, I, what you should uh, point out, I don't have this in front of me because like I yes. said, I started taking it and now it's locked me out since I started taking and it. And for... So. For video podcast viewers, um, if my head's down, it's because I'm looking at my phone where that's the, the thing. I'm just going to be looking the next like 20 minutes of the podcast. It's just going to be me like this. You're going to see the top of my hat. So. I do that all podcast anyway. Um, all right. So we're starting here. It asks, which of the following describes your current status with UCF? And do I need to read all of these? Like it's a lot. How many? Should I? I don't know. Like 10? Charge, well, on fund, charge on fund donor, football season ticket member. So I'll check that one. Former football season ticket holder, occasional football ticket buyer, alumni. So I'll check that one. Recent graduate in the last 10 years. Yep, check that one. Faculty slash, slash staff member, no. Corporate sponsor, no. University donor, non-athletic. What would it do if you checked both season ticket holder and, and former season ticket holder? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it would confuse it. It would just break. Um, yeah. So I think I think you're a season ticket holder and I'm an alumni. So those are both checked. Um, am I a non-athletic university donor? Do you donate? I have on UCF Day of Giving. If you don't, write, it's a non-sports thing. I, I think they mean. I don't regularly. Donors. I think okay. they mean people. Are... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a fake saying. donor. Former UCF student athlete, no. Current student, no. And then there's one on here that says no affiliation with UCF. So if you're none of these things, how did you get the survey? Um, let's click next. Wait, let's how go. would they have gotten that? Done I All really right, don't we'll, know. We'll keep going. On average, how many home football games do you attend annually? All of them. Six. It's you have to put a number in, so it's like six, oh. right? Well, there's seven. Usually, usually. six. Put yeah, 12. but. What? If you can put in any number, put in 12. It says home. Said. How many home games? <laughs> All right, we're putting six because on occasion I will skip one. But okay. my my average would probably average out to like 6.4. I don't know. Yeah. All right. 
Um, okay. Where did you sit in FBC Mortgage Stadium when attending UCF home games this past season? Please Check indicate where you'll me. be. Yeah, I cannot do that. So we've got zero, and that's the 3MG club. I might, I'm just going to answer this part honestly, right? When we get further into this, we're going to do stuff that makes it seem like we have a lot of money um, because that's what it requires to get through the survey, I believe. But we're just kind of going to look and see what this thing has to say. So I'm putting zero for all of these. And then I put two season tickets in the one that says my section, which is 231 right. for now. I'm trying to relocate. Did you just out <laughs> yourself where you sit in the stadium? Now, yeah, I think I've done that before. You. Oh, have you? Okay. I think so. Maybe not. I've done it on Twitter before, so it doesn't really, it's probably worse to do it on Twitter than here. Um, how many years have you I almost did a very dumb order? thing on Twitter this week. What? Um, Wild Bill, tw- I, I posted a tweet about how I was texting you about something about the basketball team. And he replied and said, but we never text. And I started to reply You're gonna to give him your phone number with Twitter. my phone number on Twitter and, and didn't not think a that DM? at all. Not a DM, like in a oh reply to him. So that, that's, yeah, I stopped myself. Um, okay. <laughs> how many years have you been a UCF season ticket holder? So 19 for me, I started in 19. So 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So five, five years. six. That's awesome. I renewed six years, this year, yeah. so six. Um, wow, that's, we're getting so old. It's crazy. I know, I hate it. Because like the fact that, I guess it's not been that that many years. But when it said like recent graduate in the last 10 years, I'm like, we're like almost to no. the second half of that. Oh, God. Almost the second half of it. Wow. Well, no, because well, I, I, mean, I, I did grad again. school, so I'm a little later. Yeah, well, I don't like we're it. We're counting my grad school um, year, so I feel younger. <laughs> since we're doing this collectively, we'll count it for me too. All right. I also have a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, how would you rate the value you receive for the dollars you spend to obtain your seats for UCF football home games? That's all you. That's a tough question to ask me after. Is it on a scale some of the home games they had this year? Oh man, it's poor value, fair value, good value, or excellent value. What do you think? Honestly, we're we're not. I'm not going to hold this survey responsible for some of the results on the field. So I'll put excellent value because really, it's not. I know like tickets have gone up this year, so maybe in the future this might go down to good value. But I think it's still when you comparatively like I am surprised I still pay as little as I do for two tickets and decent seats, not like premium or anything, but I'd say it's good value. It's my, it's my fall calendar. Like it's really yeah. is. It's about, it's around that. So we'll say excellent value. Why not? The survey has on a scale now. of, on a scale of one to seven with one being what? very dissatisfied, <laughs> one being very dissatisfied and seven being very satisfied. How would you rate your level of satisfaction with the following elements of the stadium. So one to seven stadium location slash setting. Let's say very satisfied, right? How would like you say it? What you want them to move the stadium if you put one? Well, no, but it's just like, I guess how hard is it to get to? I don't know. I like it. I like where it is on campus. I like the yeah. athletic village. Yeah. I, I just don't know if yeah. anyone's putting one, what are they supposed to do about that? Stadium appearance. This is an interesting one. Mm. Put like three. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> it, no, we're being honest because I was going to say like when there's, when it's full, it looks great. But when there's a big section missing and it's just the aluminum bleachers, it doesn't look very good. Yeah. They um, also need, like, the outside of the state. Like, they, they could have covered the, yeah. the base. It's something. I know, I know I'm saying I've they could have. Like, that, that wasn't tens of millions of dollars more to do so, but they yeah. could have done it. No, it's it's kind of bad. Um, but what's funny, though, is, like, when they do the aerial shots, like, because the area around it looks so nice, and this probably lends itself to the location of the stadium for the first question. But, like, when they do, like, the aerial shots of it, like, in the offseason, like, last weekend, when it just said home, right. it looks so nice. Like, it looks so good. Yeah, and it's not the it stadium gorgeous. that's looking nice. It's just the, I don't know, the surroundings. Campus, the greenery, the, the lake. Yeah. It's just very beautiful. Stadium, stadium entry itself, slash whatever. Stadium entry slash exiting. I don't know. Five. Okay. Six. I'll put six. Why are you asking me? Perfect, I, but... I don't have the same entry process as you. I actually don't know if it's hard to get in this. Is it? Like, how hard is it to get in the stadium? It depends. It, it, it honestly, and it's this isn't UCS fault, really. It's it's just the general population's fault <laughs> because some people have no nice. idea how to work their tickets or pull them up, and then there's the whole. Uh, it's just it sometimes right. is a process. Concourse slash crowd circulation. I don't so even know you... how to answer this because I don't leave my seat. Well, I guess I leave them a, a little bit, but we'll do five. Why not seat location slash sight lines of the field? Well, this is a very subjective thing. Yeah, because it depends on where you sit. I feel like yeah, there are any bad seats in the bounce. Like they don't have any. Like you know, you know that no. college football campus account that posts all the obstructed yeah. views. I don't think they have any seriously obstructed views anywhere. I can't imagine they do. I'll yeah. put seven. Uh, seat comfort. Ooh, um, one. Not comfortable at all. I put. I'll put one. Yeah, because no, it's not great. Seat price. Um, well, isn't the same kind of the same thing as value? 
I'll do five, six, five. Why not? Before this is I like how you, now, so now this is the portion of the podcast where you're just silent because you can't answer. My well, you keep looking. You keep looking at me for affirmation. I'm like, I don't sit in the stands. I don't know. This well, I don't know. Just if you have anything to chime in, that's why I keep looking. I'm also trying not to. I haven't stare at my sat this whole time. in the stand. Well, that's a lie because I did. A, I did a game as a fan in 2020, but I haven't regularly sat in the stands since 2015. So I feel like my experiences of game day are sort of. And even then, that was the student section, right? So yeah, I mean, I had. I yeah. we had season tickets growing up, so like I've sat, I've sat for many many games over many years in the bounce house. So it's just not. <laughs> you should have answered this like. From from the lens through the lens of you in like 2012 like when i was like 15 yeah. i should have answered it from 10 year old me who fell asleep during the games <laughs> i i should have i should have i should have answered it from that hot I'm dogs not sure aren't tasty means. enough i'm not sure <laughs> get on it scott carr um <laughs> i'm not sure what this means allocation of stadium seating so like how many how many premium sections there are versus how many like other sections there are yeah, just how I don't know. or and they've allocated. I think some people might answer that as they've allocated too many to the students. I I'll put four that, because but... I I'll just put it right down the middle because I don't really understand it. Okay. <laughs> um, availability of shaded slash covered seating zero. There's, There's no none. Zero. It's one to seven. Okay. One. Well, the under the tower is some is often shaded. Only when the sun's at a certain no. One, a lot of money. They need to put a freaking canopy up. Put a one on that. Oh, it'd be so nice. They need um, to. We're we're helping yeah. them determine this. If you put a one, it'll happen. Number of restrooms, I don't know, three, four, I'll do four. Um, quality of restrooms, that'll be a two. There's one, There's one, and I don't know what the, the reason is for this, and people might, I'm curious to know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. There's one bathroom that I've noticed probably since I was, since 2019 maybe, maybe even since I was a student, that has a stall where it doesn't have a door, and it's the same one. Hasn't had and it's never been replaced or anything for years. No, it hasn't. Mm. Every time I've ever walked into that bathroom, that door is not there. And so, shout out to you if you know what I'm talking about. Ease of restroom access. Uh, let's say five. It's easy to get there. Uh, number of concession stands. Decent number six, I guess. I don't know. I usually don't eat like at games. We've talked about that before on the podcast. I think it works. Some sometimes I'm trying to get better at actually eating on game days because sometimes I just starve myself. Um, you do do that. It's very <laughs> odd. This this past year I was a lot better at it. I actually had a meal at the stadium one time this last year. I had Huey Magoo's. Uh, quality of concession offerings. Let's go with five. Ease of purchasing concessions. That's been easy. Six. Cost of concessions. I don't think it's been that bad. Let's do five. Vehicle traffic flow. You can be a part of this. Well, I guess maybe not because you get out later than everyone else does. Um, it's hard for me to answer this too because I usually park all the way across campus. And it's fairly easy to get out. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I feel like putting... I leave a lot later than most people because I go to the post-game presser. So I'm not out of the stadium for a while and it's still terrible. So It's still terrible when you leave? Yes. That's not good. Okay, so I'll put two. Um, parking access slash convenience. I I don't know. I, I park in garage A and anyone who knows and has been to UCF knows that is the front of campus. Um, let's go with three. Um then allocation of parking i don't know how to answer some of these it's like i don't i've never tried to buy a parking pass for like the season just because it's a lot more money so i guess i don't know i'll put three quality of sound system here's what i think what i think it's time to just fill these all in and move on to the, to the okay, rock that's tower fair. renovation yeah <laughs> that's fair quality of sound system let's do six scoreboard video board quality let's do five Stadium cell phone coverage. That one's not very good. Let's do two. Stadium Wi-Fi access, two. Uh, game day atmosphere. Six or seven, what do you think? Uh, not, oh, right. It goes to seven. Uh, seven. <laughs> Nine. One to seven Tailgating. is so odd. <laughs> it is very odd. Tailgating experience. Let's go with... Let's put seven. Why not? I don't really tailgate often. Three elements. This is a, this is a long survey. Three yeah, I, that's why I'm like, we don't need to get bogged down in the like traffic or patterns, characteristics you know? of FPC Mortgage Stadium that could be enhanced to improve your overall game day experience. I got to pick three of these. Um, let's go with seat comfort. That's a good one. Um, Wi-Fi slash mobile connectivity so I can get my tweets off and traffic control. It's a very specific to you thing. People, that's relatable, I think. Sure. Um, UCF is currently considering the addition of a number of new and exciting premium exceeding options on the West sideline that could provide patrons with elevated food and beverage offerings, more comfortable seating and access to climate controlled club lounge spaces on a scale of one to seven, our favorite scale, 
uh, one being not very important and seven being very important. How would you rate the importance of the following premium seating amenities that could be added? Wider, wider padded seating. Let's go with seven. Everyone wants wider padded seating. So this More is for underneath room. the tower or is this in the tower? They're like, that was very odd phrasing. They're like the Part of enhancements sideline. to the stadium. I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's just, They're being so weird. wider. Okay. More leg room. Let's go with seven. Everyone can use more leg room. Covered seating options. Seven. I think we're, we're, we're making the stadium more comfortable right now. We are. We're, we're, the seats Access... are getting wider and they're being shaded. Love it. Yeah. Access to indoor climate controlled club lounge. Do you... How important is that? How important is that to you, honestly? Not very. Cause like I, when I, I mean, I don't know, it's different. I, when I go to the game, I want to watch the game. So this is interesting. And I guess this is interesting because yeah. I always, I, I'm curious. That's why I'm a little curious about the survey. We'll keep going before I'll reserve my thoughts, but I think that I, I have a thought, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'll put that as four. Cause it's like okay. one of those things where like, if I had club access, yeah, I'd probably go in there before the game. Be nice. Could maybe go up at halftime. Yeah. But no, uh, in, in seat weight service. I don't need that. No, honestly, you know, you just stand up guys, go get your stuff. Come on, it's a football game. It's private restrooms. Um, As opposed to what? What does a private restroom mean? Like your specific seat? You has get a, your own. Like what does that mean? I think it means like do they, you want them to include restrooms in the club that are like only club members can get this uh, access to the I assume bathroom? that was already a thing, but okay. Yeah, you would sure. think. You know what? We five. want that. Let's, yeah. Let's do that. Five. Private elevator access. No, no. Put no. They're going to take away the press box elevator. Put No. <laughs> Okay, but you don't care at all about there? that. Put one. I, I'll have, uh, there's a, it's a whole. I don't want to get into it, but there's a whole elevator situation. No, just put one for that. They're not taking away the price. Oh, I mean, I know that. I know. I remember how bad it was getting back up the elevator. Yeah. It's not not good. If a bunch of people um, say they want that, then I will be screwed. So we're putting them. Upgraded food and beverage options. Sure, everybody loves better food and drink. Let's do six. All inclusive food and non alcoholic beverages. Yeah, if you get if you're paying this money for a club, you want to get. You want to get food included? That'd be nice. Yeah, sure. It's not really doable, I don't think. But cash bar to purchase beer and wine. Um, I I don't know. I don't care. If I could get mixed drinks, I'll do it. But I'll do I'll do three for that because I don't really care. In seat tablet for replay stats and food ordering. See the food what? ordering part I don't care about, but I want the in seat replays and stats. That is sick. Okay, you know what that I'm means, right? Six. When they say an, an in seat tablet for replays and stats, it's just going to be yeah. like an ESPN feed, right? It's just going to be like the game. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. I like that. That's that's I the often... whole budget. That's the 90 million they got right there for these freaking tablets. Wow. Don't care. Okay. Charging ports. Um it was, this, is, this is still for the club, right? Yeah. Cuz if I could have one at my seat that'd be great. This does no, it does not apply. <laughs> um charging ports. Yeah, I'd say is important. Social gathering spaces. I don't want to gather with you socially. Yeah, I'm introverted. Absolutely not. Nope. Um two. <laughs> Stupid access to outdoor patio area i'm so confused i can't picture any of this anymore like they're just starting to throw abstract things at me where i'm like this is I don't the know, part sure. where i started laughing a bit because i'm like where is the outdoor patio going is it on the sides yeah. of the tower is it on the top of the tower i uh, put a anyway, four we'll put a four invitations to exclusive team events how does this what does this have to do with the stadium yeah, you get to you get to be on the field congrats you're ucf's tight end if you, if you get a seat in roth tower preferred parking passes near stadium seven yeah seven if you're paying that much money for a club, you should be able to park close. Yeah, Why I agree. Not? Oh, boy, here's another one. Uh, there's pictures in this one. Currently, FBC Mortgage Stadium includes several club seat experiences on the west sideline. A reimagined club experience could be included as part of enhancements to the stadium, which would provide patrons with wider padded seats, more legroom than standard seats, a spacious climate-controlled club lounge directly behind. Is this all the stuff that I just put in, or is this everything I just put in everything that they want? Because like I think you just put in everything that they were already planning to. All to right. Build. Well, cool. I'm not reading the rest of that then. Uh, how would you characterize your interest in new club seats and enhanced FBC Mortgage Stadium? So this is where you have to put definitely interested. Yeah, put interested. Survey, we're, we're interested. Unless Let's do it. our listeners are like, just put not interested so the survey <laughs> ends. Um, I feel like this is not going nearly as smoothly as I imagined it in my head. When we I didn't think it was this long. Um, how likely is it that you would purchase? New club seat at a total annual cost of three thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. If we're answering this honestly, would not purchase, but also cannot purchase. We'll put likely purchase. Okay. 3250 is the number you got. What if the total annual cost was 2007? What are we negotiating now? What if the total annual cost was 2750 per seat? And now it only gives me definitely or likely. So I'll just so put definitely. They, I'm glad you me. got this. I'm glad you got this because I want to talk about this. So when I took the survey, okay. I guess I answered a little more 
high roller than you when I when I when I skimmed through this part because I got a question there that was not for club seats. It was about a premium loge box. And it asked me <laughs> if I would be willing to pay seventy thousand dollars a year for the loge box. All right, so yeah, what did you what did you answer? I don't know. I guess I just I feel like I haven't put cool. low things like that often. I don't know. That's weird. And then when right, I we'll said no, purchase. I wouldn't. It said, "How about sixty k?" I like how we're negotiating with we're the negotiating survey. with the survey. But anyway, get to if a you price made, you like. if you made, I put definitely purchase. If you made the decision to purchase new club seats, how many would you likely purchase? Two. Um. All right. Here's another thing. Currently, there are a limited number of cabana loges. Loges along with is this what you're talking about? Maybe, maybe I was just too early. Go ahead. At the top of the stadium seating bowl that offer patrons four seats at a half moon table. Oh, I like those. Remember we went up there during the, what was it? Like the fan fest that one year? Yeah, we just sat in the and, seats to see what it would be like. Yeah, and I, I originally I was like, I don't know if that would be good. We got up there and I was like, this is actually like a nice view. I would have liked that. Um, how would you characterize your interest in a new cabana loge? Lo I can't say that word. Loge? Loge. Loge experience in an enhanced FBC mortgage stadium. Let's just put definitely interested so that they get off our back. Um, this is they're asking if I want to get the four seat table for fifteen thousand. So let's put likely purchase. Let's let's play the game a little bit. And let's see what they offer now. And they say, what if it's thirteen thousand? <laughs> if I keep saying likely, are they going to like go? What about ten? Let's try, try it. I'm gonna I don't it. Know. Likely purchase. Now it's down to eleven. Let's keep negotiating. We want to likely purchase. Okay, no, now it's, <laughs> it's eleven. Would you prefer to share the cost of a new Cabana Loge? experience with other parties so now because i only want to pay eleven thousand dollars like we'll see you're gonna to have to share the table if you're gonna pay eleven thousand why would you ever no. share the table i i, well, I don't, no, I don't. I don't. maybe people it's a small me. table too it's yeah. it feels like a half they said it's a semi-circle a small table to share with people you don't know i guess you'd know them by the end of the season enhancement to the west sideline of fbc mortgage stadium could include reimagined luxury suite experience um do we still want to do this? I don't. Let's zoom through this. I'll put possibly interested. We'll see how how fast I can get kicked out of the survey. Yeah, this is where it asks me. It's asking about seventy thousand. It's asking me if I want to pay okay. seventy thousand. So we did get speak. it. Just skipped me to that one at first. It was like we can tell you're a man with money, and we're going to go I'm, ahead and just take you right there. <laughs> putting would not purchase. It's going to. It's going to be like thanks for taking this. What if it was sixty thousand? Nope, would not purchase. That's a lot of money. Fifty thousand. No. All right. Now it's going to. Other stuff. Yeah, let's just... Uh, we're not even halfway done. Let's we'll just talk about it. We're out. We're out. So... Okay. Can I give honestly, you my issue with a lot of this? Yes. Yes. I feel like a lot of that was fastest way to ruin the bounce house's atmosphere, was to put a bunch of that side of the stadium in club seats and indoor lounges and patios and loge boxes and not watching the game. That's my concern. And I know that's become more of a trend as time has gone on, but I don't know. I'm a little iffy about it. I don't think you're wrong. And I think looking at it from an atmosphere perspective, it's the wrong way to go. Yeah. But they're just trying to make money. They're just trying like, to make I don't, money. They'll sacrifice atmosphere for money. Like, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't know. I think a lot of people, a lot of places probably do that these days. Well, that's and the thing. And, and I know, and that's the dumb part is like, I am you can't sure that say they like make... they're wrong. No, that. I don't think, I, I don't think they're wrong for that because a, you got this $90 million. Yeah, they're basically gonna be able to build this tower for like free sort of with this money they're getting from the TDT tax. And then they can just, Profit an insane amount, and I won't be complaining when within a few years they can use this money to pay players directly, and UCF's getting all these players. But it's just, I don't know. I I I worry when you you put too many people. I was actually talking with so my parents have been season ticket holders since 2006, and I was with them for a long time of that. Then I went to college and all that, and they recently this year moved to with some of their friends to like that club type area. I don't know what it's called. It's like the seats that aren't in the tower, but they're like the nicest sort of seats underneath the tower. Oh, okay, yeah, like the, the gray ones. Yes, right, I think. and their number yeah. one complaint is the atmosphere sucks in those seats. Like, people don't watch the game. They're all there to just drink or talk to each other, and no one's paying attention. And I hate that in order for UCF to make money and just the way sports venues as a whole are going, it feels like they're going to have to embrace that more and put more people in yeah. seats like that where they're just not paying attention, especially since we already have that on the opposite side of the stadium with the cabana. Yeah, it's like... It's an existential thing for me now where I'm realizing like sports are just going to get worse throughout the rest of our life. Super existential. Yep. Like they're just good. They are like, cause because a lot of it is, and whether you want to talk about like pro sports and some of their TV stuff or stadium, things like this, or just even structural like league structure things with like that, like even you go across Europe and talk about the super league again or whatever, like they're just going to do whatever to make the most money. And as a business, like cool. 
that's what you're supposed to do, right? But at some point, when does it end? You know, I guess it yeah. never does. But wow, it was really sad. We got. I didn't think we were gonna get super profound with this survey. I just wanted to learn some stuff about the tower. But yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, and like I said, it's what's frustrating is I think UCF does have to do this kind of stuff. And I could be totally wrong. They'll build the tower and the stadium. The bowl itself will still be super lively and all that, and the tower will just be what it is. But I, I don't know. I, I just I'm more concerned than I was before we started talking about this because I, I didn't. I don't think we've talked about your parents experience there and how like it's in that section not as lively yeah and if it's if there's if the stadium is more of that then it's just like the fact that you have that example like it's just going to be more and i don't know at what point do they are they pricing people out of going to games like well it's kind of the hope I would, I don't know how the financial price people out. work, but <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not the, yeah, it's, it's the hope we'll get all these cheap fans out of here. Um, yeah. it, the hope to me would be that if you're just all your high roller fans, you're making all your money off of her in the, in this new Roth tower, then maybe the seats don't, the for the rest of the stadium don't have to price people out. Maybe they don't have to be that expensive, but it's already kind of happening. We've had, you've been very lucky with your season tickets. We've had friends who have not been and have gotten yeah. crazy raises that just don't make sense on their prices. So I, I don't know. It's just, it's the downside of as UCF becomes a bigger brand and becomes part of the power four and, and this big time team that needs money is it's stuff like this. And I know it's not a UCF thing. It's people just aren't going to sports as much. So the people that are there, they need to find ways to keep them engaged and charge more and all that. But I don't know. I was very excited for the tower. And now I'm like, Oh, this just sounds very, I don't know, very country clubish and not very great for an actual college football environment. And I think that's the thing is I never really looked at it from the environment standpoint. It's like, I wasn't overly excited about it. Like I was just like, Oh, it's cool. That's nice to look at, but like, it doesn't affect me because right. I'm not going to be up there. So like, it was just kind of like, Oh, it's cool. But like, I don't know, just, and I think it for me, it was more like, I think it'll help the aesthetic of the stadium and the stadium the, will look nicer. The old the Roth tower small doesn't look very good. This could, yeah. I, I think the number one thing, like I will forgive all of this, whatever, make your money is if they put a freaking canopy on this tower. And at least one side of the stadium is covered in shade. I feel like that's a must. But you're going to you know? say if this tower is made out of brick. No, they're not. They're going to. It's going to look all <laughs> new. It'll be made out of like glass and exposed steel beams and all that. I feel like that's what's in these days. What? That's it. That is what. No, it's no, you're like. right. No, you're right. It just. I don't know. It's going to look interesting. I think it's like hot, super high tech. What if it looks? And it's just terrible? weird. It's weird to picture that on the stadium. It, it might. I don't know. I don't think it would. I don't know because some of some of the actual architectural renderings they've released, like for the new football building and things like that, look very spacey and very new. So I'm hopeful it will look something like that. But I also I feel like another set. as USF ran into with their stadium that they were hyping up is so awesome and it's going to be amazing. Then you start spending the money and they're like, maybe it is just going to look like UCF's. <laughs> That's just sort of what happens. I had another sad thought where it was just like, eventually, what if they do start? Probably, like, I'm. What if I could get priced out as soon as next year, and if it gets to be too expensive, because like it's already a lot for me to drive over there six weekends a year. If they make my tickets an insane number that I just can't really do anymore, it's like, yeah, maybe I'll only go to one or two games a year and it's just going to be, it's going to change. Hopefully they won't. Who knows? Hopefully they won't. I I, I mean, I assume that the biggest rises were going to come when they first got to the power four. Like, I don't know what could happen. I, well, I'll tell you what, it's if they get good. That's always, that's always how it works. I mean, we're, running yeah. that, we're running the magic, right? I, I think we've seen the podcast before. I'm a very big magic fan. And for many years, I used to go to games and I could sit in the lower bowl for like $30. And now upper bowl seats are 75 bucks because they're two games over 500. But that's just, <laughs> it's the name of the game. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening everywhere. And it's, yeah. it's actually going to be interesting to see how all this unfolds with, with the bounce house. And we'll see, I guess we'll see. So let's future, recap. But... We said, we're going to take yeah. the survey because it'll be fun and we can learn about Roth tower and it ended up being very tedious, not very interesting. And it made us sad. So that was... <laughs> That was top tier. Uh, yeah. Top tier so if I was if I was going to rate the survey on a scale of one to seven, I'd probably go <laughs> with a two. A two. I was not very satisfied with the survey. I did not enjoy it. It wasn't fun, and it made me sad about the future of my enjoyment of UCF football. Should have been the comment and sports the as a whole. And sports and sports as a whole because it's not just the <laughs> UCF great. thing. But yeah. yeah. All right. Let's leave all that behind. We sort of helped UCF with how you know annoyed the survey or knowing their survey was. We helped everyone with their. Uh, their travel plans for the fall. Let's get into the football news. Uh, UCF got some help from former Vanderbilt linebacker, Ethan Barr. We talked about this at the end of last week's episode because we, we got, we called it a pre boom because we didn't actually get the boom until I think a day later. Um, but it was reported that Ethan Barr would be committing to UCF. So we talked about it, but more linebacker help is always welcome, especially a guy who played and produced at his previous school, even if it was Vanderbilt. Um, still was the SEC. You can tell SEC. he's smart. He went to Vanderbilt. We should just say so, that way. They got a starting SEC linebacker who's now coming to UCF. We'll phrase it that way. My my big takeaway was like, yeah, it was Vanderbilt. But he must be smart. Like, he's got to be a smart, smart sure. kid. So that's good. Yeah. Good, smart player. Very, very good school. 
He's uh he's been been at Vanderbilt. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of those gotta... Vanderbilt classes are discussing how to be a good linebacker and you know all that. So <laughs> oh boy. Um UCF commission. This is how bottom of the barrel we got with uh with the news this week. There's only three things on here. UCF commissioned KJ Jefferson billboards around Orlando, which I kind of thought was like delayed, was it not? You know what I saw driving yesterday? A KJ Jefferson billboard? No. An Ethan Barr billboard? Are you going to keep guessing or should I just say it? <laughs> well, g- give me a hint. It was a UCF player. Um, Kobe Hudson. Yes. RJ Harvey. I, I oh, Kobe Hudson. Co- you got it. I saw a Kobe Hudson okay. billboard. And my favorite part about it was it wasn't like Kobe Hudson is back. It was just a photo of him and it just said Kobe Hudson. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was cool. It's not even like the hometown hero ones where it was like was name hometown hero, it's just Kobe Hudson. It's straight up said Kobe Hudson. And I'm like, that 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 <laughs> must be so cool if you're a player and you see a billboard. It's not even like explaining who you are. It's just like him. Like that, that, that I like, was the whole display. I like I to think cool. that when Kobe was coming back, he was like, listen, I'll come back. You know, I want this in NIL and I want a billboard that just says my name. It sounds like it more of a Javon thing than a Kobe Hudson yeah, thing, to be honest. It does. I, I hope like they were able on. to pull the Javon billboards before those went up with his uh, <laughs> last second. They got then somebody's got to go up there and like put a little like addition that just says "Good luck in the NFL, Javon," and then money well spent. Um, last piece of news: well. former former UCF co defensive coordinator David Gibbs is now at Illinois. So the fault. What do you call it? The I don't know what the word is. The resulting. Um, thing from that whole thing last week we talked about it was it last week that feels like forever ago yeah we talked Ted about Roof was last week yep so they hired Ted Roof they have Addison Williams we we're like maybe what does that mean for David Gibbs and that's what it means he's now it in Illinois somewhere else which is too um, bad because I always got the vibe he was a very good coach so I guess they yeah. just you know someone had to go so that's yeah really landed on um that's it for the news we'll jump into game of the week and we have UCF men's basketball just coming off of another victory and this one over West Virginia on Tuesday night at home they're 12 and six and three and three in the big 12. Who would have thought we'd be there through six games in the big 12. Um, they play Saturday at Cincinnati, very similar 13 and six overall two and four in the big 12. So UCF currently they're going into this game with a better big 12 record than Cincinnati That's who takes basketball very seriously. Six games into um, the big, like this is not some we're one or two games in six games into big 12 play. They're doing better than Cincinnati. That's that's the fact Like we're having irresponsible conversations now. And the fact that we're even there is crazy. Like people are like, here's the number of wins they need to get the rest of the way to maybe make the tournament. If Shamari Allen was not on crutches after the game, yeah. I would be here talking about, Hey, I think they could maybe be a tournament team. Like I'd that's actually the, be there, but he that's get the other piece we don't know how serious it is that I meant to mention with this game of the week is that, yeah, he was on crutches. I think they Dawkins said after the game that he rolled up his ankle. Yep. So, I mean, there's obviously the tests are going to be That's one of those things that he could miss two games or 10. ten. Like, you just, we just don't know yet. So, I mean, but he's a big part of what they do. And they're not the deepest team here. So, that's that could end this dream season real quick. But hopefully, everything will be all right. You knew knew it was going to happen at some point, didn't you? I feel like UCF basketball, that's just a thing every year. No, but that's part of the issues they're into is that when you're not, like, it's crazy, this team. that They've built a team that's flat out competitive in the Big 12 is freaking insane. But obviously, they don't have the depth of a team that's just recruiting like crazy. So, yeah, every team deals with injuries. But when you're UCF, you get, like, one, and it can really impact your season. So the Cincinnati game suddenly became even more key just because you really hope that they can find a way to win. Presumably without Them being competitive, and it's just like, I know West Virginia is not having a good year, but, like, UCF wasn't expected to have a good year. So for them to go out there and just flat out for most of the game look better, way better than West Virginia. Yeah. And control that entire game. They were up the entire like, way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to it's, be clear, when we say they weren't supposed to be worse or whatever, it's UCF was picked by everyone yeah. in the Big 12 poll, by media, by fans. They were going to be the worst team in the Big 12. And not only were they going to be the worst team in the Big 12, they were going to be the worst team by a lot. And there was no belief that they were going to climb out of that. It was just that is their new existence. And six yeah. games in, I believe they're seventh in the Big 12 standings right now. Now, will they stay yeah. there? Probably not. But it's past being a fluke. On our last podcast, I was saying I'm sure they're going to go on the road and lose badly to Texas and lose badly to Houston. I just hope they can beat West Virginia and keep the hype going. They beat Texas. The Houston game was bad, but they're one of the best teams in the country. And UCF's not always going to, you know, be amazing. And then they came home and, and they UCF beat West covered. Virginia. And UCF covered. They beat West Virginia and were literally blowing them out for most of the game. And they made a push late to make the score a little closer. UCF was still in control start to finish. That's crazy. Still won by what, like 15? I think, yeah, or, something, or like something like that. Yeah. Around there. But yeah, no, it's it's wild. And we'll see. We'll see what happens on Saturday with Cincinnati. And then you and I are going to go to a game. We are. Oklahoma game next Saturday. So that's going to be fun. Speaking I'm of Oklahoma, Texas lost to UCF at home. Then went on to beat number nine Baylor, number 11 Oklahoma. So that's suddenly a very valuable win for UCF. And they're sort of quest to go to the tournament, which is somehow a real thing I'm saying. 
I'd said this a couple weeks ago. I think I was after to be Kansas. I was like, if they can go to the NIT, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. Just like, I didn't think they were going to be at that level, but I think we'll NIT is absolutely because also I was telling, I was, I was telling you about how it kind of great for UCF, bad for, bad for college athletics. The NIT has been restructured this year to sort bad. of squeeze out a lot of, squeeze out a lot of the smaller teams. And now they're obligated yeah. to take teams from the power conferences, which means that UCF can be pretty bad and still get an NIT bid just because there's more spots available, which is really lame, but we'll take it. Yeah. All right. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Speaking of basketball, this tweet of the week goes to Larry Hamill. I don't know who he is. I suspect he might be an AI, but I figured I'd give it to him anyway. Um, I tweeted about UCF basketball success and just how crazy this is. And he replied, UCF has been great or terrible in the Big 12. Shot seven for 44 and one loss, lest we forget. And the Knights lost at home to Stetson. Difficult to get too excited about a team with no consistency. Is that the worst tweet I've gotten in reply to me on anything in a while? It feels like it is. I'll say maybe in a while, but I'll say overall, no, there's been some bad ones, but Just imagine UCF men's basketball who was supposed to like, we were in the off season, like, man, I hope they win one of these games. I hope they don't go winless in big 12 play and they have no hope for the future. They have no resources. They have no money. They're in a tough spot. I don't know what they're going to do. And they're coming in here and they're a flat out middle of the road, big 12 team. And you want to be the guy who's like, oh yeah, well, they looked bad against a top five team. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Come on. You know what's funny? I was, I was, we're running out of time here because we were, we're going a little bit long. But I was wondering if your tweet league was going to be related to the whole horns down thing because we we didn't cover that. Oh my god, we we haven't honestly. Podcast, if but... I'd realized, see, this is where I get messed up because during the season we do two podcasts a week during the football season, and now we're down yeah. to one, and I just don't realize how much stuff happens. It should also go to Texas's head coach who called UCF classless and cussed out their players because they threw horns down to each other in their own huddle after a game. My favorite part of that whole thing is the texas fans who were mad at their own coach they were like this is a horrible look they were like he's just yeah they, they were no like, one was fine. on his side no th- yeah. not even texas fans it, it was it left was alone good. and it was funny because he was like oh they were classless and then i think it was oh literally a week earlier with bill self was like this is a classy program like run by johnny dawkins like a class a class yep. first head coach and just like which yeah to be totally clear texas's coach has apologized since and yeah and, and said that johnny dawkins Did he apologize? classy he apologized. He apologized for anyone who would have been upset with what he said. It was one of those fake apologies where it's like, "I'm so sorry if you felt that way." <laughs> yeah, I didn't intend this. I'm sorry if you felt like you got this out of what I said. And it's just like, all right. So, so to those of you, sorry who, if you were offended. <laughs> to those of you who listened to the podcast and inevitably really did not like the survey segment that did not pan out, I'm sorry if you were offended by that segment. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sorry if you didn't enjoy it. We didn't either. Um, that's great. We will be back next week. With episode 190, we'll be taking another survey. No, we won't. <laughs> but the first and last survey we ever take on this podcast. Um, hey, you try things out. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Um, fortunately for us, through three years of the podcast, I think a lot of stuff has worked. That's things great. haven't. But... So I have a least favorite podcast we've ever done. And I think this one's going to take take it. I think this one will pop. That one is my least favorite. And yeah. it was almost exactly a year ago. It was our when we made up a Big 12 schedule because they were taking too long to release theirs. That was my I don't remember favorite. it being that bad. I hate it. It did not come out well, but I think this one I didn't listen to I think it, this is our worst podcast but, now. Which is great. Great way to celebrate three years of the podcast, putting out our <laughs> worst episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 190. We'll try to top it. Not top how bad it was. We're going to try to top like we're going to just be better next week. That's what we'll, uh, that's our vow. Vow to use to be better next week. Uh, but thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you made it this far, thank you guys for listening for the last three years. Um, you know, leave us those five-star reviews. Keep asking us questions. We like answering your questions. Don't try to give us a survey because I will, I'll be mad. I'll get angry. Christian says I never get angry. I'll get angry at you if you try to make us take another survey. So we'll be back with episode 190. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at BaileyJAdams22, at ByCA Simmons, at Night Sports Now, and at Pegasus Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being with us, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.